You are listening to Pastor Neville McDonald, brought to you by the friends and partners of Good Hope Christian Center. And now, here is a word for you. This dynamic Bible-based message was recorded at Good Hope Christian Center. Now, let's listen to this exciting, Holy Spirit-inspired message. Father, we thank you that we can worship you today. That we are surrounded by your angels. You said the angels of the Lord are encamped around those who fear Him. So Lord, today as we've come and your word has been spoken, and even as we've come to honor you, we've come because we love you. We've come because you loved us. Even when we were unlovable, you died for us. You shed your blood for us so that we could have eternal life. So we thank you. And we cry together. You are For there is no other. We declare together. You're awesome. You are awesome. You are to be feared, honored, and revered. You are the Lord. And we cry together. And we cry together, holy, holy, for there is no other. Like you, Lord, like you, Lord, we declare together. to be feared, honored and revered. You are the Lord. We're surrounded. We're surrounded. Our purpose Oh, sing it to Worship the one and only God, a little piece of heaven is in this place. Sing it to him, everybody in this place, and we oh, holy, holy, holy. For there is Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. 
we declare together you are awesome you are to be feared honored and revered you are the Lord and we cry together and we cry holy 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 for there is no other You loved us. You died for us. You gave yourself. Now, Lord, today as we've come into this place, I thank you for healing every single one who's sick in body, restoring families, our nation. Give us wisdom and understanding hearts. To build with you in Jesus' mighty and wonderful name. And the people of God said, Amen. We've been speaking about radical faith. Radical always means it's extreme. Whether you're a lover, whether you're a businessman, whether you're a mom, whether you're a dad. The simple word radical means to push the boundaries. Faith that produces radical results. So as Pastor Wendy was sharing from the book of Hebrews chapter 11, where the Bible says, now faith is, God gives us the timing of faith. That he tells us he is a now God. Many times we hear people speaking about it used to be or it shall be. That's the dream, that's the vision. But when I change the time and I say, I'm going to do it now. We have a saying, of course, locally where we say, just now. Just now could be an hour, two hours, three months. Six years later, no one knows. Just now means I'll get around to it. But when God says now, 
It's not just now. Some of you are looking at me a little strange. I'm Pastor Neb. I'm Senior Pastor of Good Hope Christian Center. Welcome. I'm glad you're here today. But we've come to honor Jesus. So when we go to the Word of God and God speaks about now, if we go back into the Old Testament, the prophets prophesied until Calvary, and they kept looking for the promise. That promise didn't appear to them right there and then, but they were looking for Messiah. And then Messiah came, and the Bible says he came unto his own, and his own received him not, but as many as received him, he made them the children of God. So you see, you can arrive now, but unless somebody receives you now, they can't receive. If the door is locked, the book of Revelation says Jesus stands at the door and he knocks. The artist painted it beautifully where there is only a handle on one side, and that handle is inside your heart. You have to open the door. I can visit you and knock and come to your home with solutions. But if you don't open the door, receive my email or take my phone call, there is no way I can reach you. And so when I begin to look at the scripture and I see that Hebrews 11.1 says, now faith is the substance. Now when the Bible begins to speak about faith being the substance, I have to go back and look at how men of faith behaved throughout scripture. And the greatest example, of course, is Jesus. So when I begin to look at the life of Jesus, I see him in Mark chapter 11, and we're going to read there through that passage today, in Mark chapter 11, verse 22, and I'm going to read through to verse 44 and then go back to Hebrews 11. It says, so Jesus answered his disciples and said, have faith in God. Another translation said he said, have faith. The faith of a God. Now, the faith of God and faith in are two totally different things. I can have faith in this platform that it will support me. That's faith in. But to have the faith of the designer or the engineer who built it, who knew it can carry tons of weight, I don't really know. You don't want me to build the platform, you'll fall through it. And so there has to be an inner knowing and an inner knowledge of what stresses and strains and purposes can be released. With God, he is limitless. He's alpha and omega. So here Jesus is saying to his disciples, have faith in God or have the same God kind of faith. And that God kind of faith is demonstrated in Genesis where it says, and God said. Before God did anything, he spoke about it. What you speak about lands up being in your future. What you speak about either recycles the past or reinvents who you are. What you speak about. Now, of course, when people are in the area of positive thinking and all the rest of it, uh, it's, you know, speak well, think well, all the rest of it. We're not talking about positive thinking. We're talking about the word of God and behaving like God. Because there are many times we're not positive. There are many times we're struggling. There are many times we're going through battles. There are many times we're in storms. They are real. 
and God is our dad, we can run to him and cry on his shoulder. But he says, come on, grow up. Behave the way I behave. Act the way I act. How would Jesus have coped when on the cross his father forsakes him and he says, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Alone and naked, dying on the cross, forsaken. And yet he finished. He continued because he knew the promise of the father, which included you and I. So here Jesus speaking to his disciples is speaking to them about a fig tree. And of course, fig trees are, figs are wonderful fruit. And he's walking down the road. And as he walks down the road, he looks at the tree. And there's two references to this passage. One in Mark chapter 11, 22, and another in the book of Matthew. They read slightly differently. One of them simply says he looked for fruit. Another one says it wasn't the season for fruit. And so the way it's interpreted can be different. So I'm just going to deal with it from this perspective that Jesus expected there to be fruit on the tree. And when he came to the tree, he didn't find fruit. So he cursed it. He spoke to it and he said, no man ever eat of you again. You say, Jesus cursed a tree. Well, some of us cursed other things. But Jesus cursed the tree. He was hungry. There was no food on the tree. And the next day when they're walking past, Peter looks at him and says, Master, look, the tree died from the roots up. Now, I don't think Jesus cursed every fig tree. I think it was just that tree. He was hangry. And when he was hangry, he said, listen, if you can't supply food, then I'm hangry. But it wasn't about him being hungry. It was more about him teaching his disciples a lesson. He was also speaking about the end of the old covenant and the beginning of the new covenant. He was saying to them, the way Judaism has been conducted, I am the Messiah. And the Jewish nation is always spoken of as the fig tree. And what he was talking about was the cross and crucifixion and many things. But when he comes to the fig tree and he says, I want this tree to die, the next day Peter says, Master, the tree is dead. And Jesus is kind of nonchalant. He just says, have the faith of God. Chill, relax. If I can do this, you can do it. Then he continues and he makes the statement in verse 24, verse 20 on to 23 and verse 24. And I'd like you to read it together with me. It says, for assuredly, I say to you, whoever says to this mountain, be removed and cast into the sea. And yes, I'm reading the King James because I prefer it's more accurate. It's more accurate, but older. Uh, it says, whoever says to this man, be removed, be cast into the sea, and does not doubt in his heart, but believes those things which he says will be done, he will have whatever he says. Now, we understand when we talk, we're saying what God says, whatever God has put in us, and we'll get there. He says, for surely, there he says, therefore, I say to you, whatever things you ask, when? When you pray. When do you ask? When you pray. That means if you never pray, you never ask. And you don't get because you don't ask, and you haven't got because you didn't get. And you didn't ask, and uh, you have to ask if you want. And if you don't want, you didn't ask. And if you do want, you ask. You have to ask. 
If I go into a store and just stand by at the counter and just stare at the petrol attendant or the pizza joint, I'm just like, can I help you? Can I help you? If I can't point to what I want, if I'm in a foreign country, if I'm unable to speak to the individual to tell them what I need, they don't know what I want. Now, some stores, I know exactly what I want. There's a fish and chips place near my house, and they don't always bring the vinegar quick enough. So I know where the kitchen is. I just get up, go to the kitchen, take the vinegar. And the manager the other day said to me, you can't just do that. I said, I eat fish and chips here on a regular basis. I love hake. So I just go and get the fish and chips and the lots and lots of vinegar because I like the sour. Wendy likes the salt. And we eat our fish and chips. Favorite meal. None of you know what that's about. Do you? (laughs) But you see, you have to ask. God told us to ask. So when I look at how did Jesus deal with things, notice five times in one verse, he says, just in verse 23, he says, say, 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 Say five times in the verse. He says, say it, say it, say it, say it, say it. Grace, by grace, you're saved through faith. G-R-A-C-E, G-R-A-C-E. Favor, say it, say it, say it, say it, say it. Grace is the favor of God. You walk out and say, I'm highly favored. I'm blessed of the Lord. I'm blessed coming in. I'm blessed going out. I'm getting this business deal. I'm getting this job. I'm the head, not the tail, above only, not beneath. I am blessed speaking to yourself in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody in your heart. You can't be mad and sing. You can't sing, I just want to say I love you. You can't sing that and go, I did, I did happy. You can't. You want to be, I just want, your wife's going to look in your eyes. <laughs> Some of you don't know the song. Some of you will be upset because I'm singing Michael Jackson. But anyhow, not a problem. Jesus says it this way. He says, if you say, he says it five times, and then verse 24, he says, say it when you pray it. Or pray it and say it. Pray it and say it. So when we come to church and we worship and we sing the songs we do, they are either prayers or dedications to the Lord. So as your father, as not only your father in the Lord, but as the pastor, I'll tell Pastor Grant, I don't want to sing songs that mean nothing and the words are just trash. I want to sing things that honor the word of God, that bless the church, that bring favor and increase into the congregation that minister to my own spirit. You see, when I preach to you, I preach to myself. And I don't preach anything to you that's not in me. So Jesus says, say it, say it, say it, say it. Go back to the verse. He says, believe once. Notice he says, say, believe, you receive. So now faith, when it prays, believes it receives And walks out saying, I have it, I have it, I have it, I have it. I have it. My little boy um, (laughs) kind of wanted, he he loved horses. 
And so I went home one day and he had a broomstick. And he was riding the broomstick going. In my head, I thought it was a broomstick. But for him, it was a horse. He'd never ridden a horse. But here he was on a broomstick. It may seem childish and small to us, but you say it, he was believing it. The end result was I was given a Welsh pony, which he and my daughter were able to ride on a farm here in Constantia that I didn't own where I rented. And the lady kindly said, you can keep the pony on the farm and let your children ride it. Where did it start? With my little boy going around with a broomstick, going, he's not little anymore, he's big, (sighs) bigger than me. So here the Bible says, say it, believe it, pray it. Now remember this, information does not equal revelation. Many times we have all kinds of information. You can go on the internet, and on the internet there is information, 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 information about Everything you want to know about, but information is not revelation, but faith that comes by the Spirit of God that produces a result comes in your prayer closet where God opens the eyes of your understanding and you come out with a word from God saying, I can do it. God spoke to my heart. Now, many times God doesn't give these big, long answers. He doesn't give us a sermon. He just says, yes, no, wait. And the Bible says the trying of my faith works patience. But while I'm waiting, I'm saying, you told me. You promised me I and my household shall be saved. So I'm not quitting, I'm not giving up, I'm not backing down, I'm not walking away. You promised me household salvation. You promised me I will be blessed coming in and blessed going out. You promised me you are the Lord who heals me. You made a promise, I believe it, and because I believe it, I receive it, and it's now, and I'm rather going to speak in agreement with God. That's why the Bible says if any two of you agree, don't. Pray with someone who's a disagreer. Don't phone someone who's a disagreer. Get in line with someone who is an agreer. An agreer is a harmonizer. Play something, Pastor Grant. Don't run away because I'm just about done. An agreer is a harmonizer. So if Pastor Grant plays, I am the Lord, he heals you and he sings it as he plays it. If he played that, and instead of me harmonizing, keep singing, Lord, I am my Lord. Heal you. I am my Lord. Heal you. That's not harmony. Harmony is being in agreement. And for now, faith 
to work. There has to be harmony in your house. As you build, there has to be unity in your house. The Bible says we keep the unity of the faith. It's not always easy. That's why the Bible says, and there's more, I'll just pick it up next week. The Bible says, now abide these three. Faith, hope, the expectation, and love. And then the Bible tells me, and faith works by love. In the same passage of Mark 11, Jesus said this, and when you pray, forgive. The reason there are unanswered prayers many times is because of unforgiveness. We can't forgive ourselves. We can't forgive our family. We can't forgive ourselves for the past or the mistakes or the things we said or did. We've all been there. Sometimes we live there. But Jesus said, you're going to have to forgive. When Peter asked the question, how many times must I forgive? Seven times a day, God's perfect number. He said, no, 70 times seven, 490 times a day. Calculate that in 24 hours. Then you see how many times Jesus said, forgive, forgive forgive so when I pray and I forgive and I say now faith is Jesus looks back at you and I and says I forgive you too I love you too I hear and I answer you you don't have to walk around condemning yourself none of us are perfect but we're able to live with the greater one in us and hear from him. And as we hear from him, what we do and say, the world might call radical, but it is an expression of our love to the Father and God will perfect what he concerns you. Would you stand with me in this place today? We hope you've been blessed by this anointed message. For information on other Good Hope Christian Center CDs and products, call 021-703-9400 or write to Good Hope Christian Center, corner of Panton and Plantation Roads, Ottery, 7800 or visit our website at www.ghcc.tv.
You can become a partner of this ministry as we continue to bring hope and healing to the world. Find out how on our website www.ghcc.tv forward slash giving. See you next week for another word for you with Pastor Neville MacDonald.